three, two, one. What's going on, folks? It's your guy, Tommy Gann, TG, here for Ice Cold Sports, America's Sports Show. Happy to be back with the beautiful people out there, you and you and you and you and you. Uh, and I wish that this would have came out earlier if it was not for a Woj bomb turning into a bomb on me. Because guess what, folks? The NBA draft was tonight. I was going to do this early because I thought I had the top three picks. Uh, and then, uh, oh, hell breaks loose. Woj tells me on Twitter earlier today, hey, it's going to be Smith 1. It's going to be Holmgren 2. And then Paolo Banchero at 3. All right? And then in the actual draft, I, I see my phone. And next thing you know, it's it's Banchero 1. Holmgren 2, Smith 3, to the Magic, the Thunder, Rockets. Is Boge trying to make me look like an idiot? Maybe. It's possible. Uh, It's very disturbing, if you ask me. Uh, I'm supposed to trust this man, and then the trust taken away like that. Sad. Really sad. But I guess unsurprising. Unbelievable. I think that Jabari Smith, we're going three, uh, just as a quick analysis, I think is, is kind of ridiculous. I think that's a, that's a steal for the Rockets. I don't know if Banchero's going to be the right pick for the Magic at one. I feel like he's not the sure thing that Smith or Holmgren would be, but we'll see. Although Holmgren, you know, questions have arisen if he has uh, the physical stature to make it in the NBA, but, I mean, he is seven foot, but I'm talking about body size, like body type. Not height wise. Smith at six ten is a it was a hell of a shooter too. So I mean, it, my point is, I think that Smith and that the original order made sense, and so I went with it. Didn't so. Let's just move on from there. Uh, in any case, Stanley Cup Finals game five is tomorrow night. Last night. A great comeback win for the Avalanche. They sent it to OT, 2-2. Two two, then finally, Kadri uh, snipes one past Vasilevsky up into the goal and to get the win. Uh, but then people started complaining. Apparently, McKinnon, Nathan McKinnon for the Avalanche, might have been a little too far from the bench to be considered to be a retired player and that there would have been six men on the ice. First of all, uh, and, and, and apparently John Cooper for the Lightning was bitching him on about it today, but, you know, today after or after the game. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. Because earlier on in the game, the Lightning scored when Darcy Kemper, the Colorado goalie, his helmet came off. And they allowed that, but the, they did not allow in this one where it was a judgment call by the refs. It wouldn't have made a real difference on what actually happened with the game. It's it, it's it's all ridiculous. It's all just throwing stuff at the wall, at the wall, at the window, whatever. Uh, what really matters is the Avalanche are up three games to one. They're one win away from their first Stanley Cup since two thousand and one. Exciting stuff, folks. Very exciting stuff. Uh, Denver will go insane. Uh, it's going to be a crazy time coming up here. Uh, now that we've got, I mean, jeez. Another huge news that broke today, uh, Arch Manning. 
the nephew of Peyton Manning and Eli Manning, the grandson of Archie Manning, the son of Cooper Manning, the biggest recruit probably in years in college football. I mean, I've never seen, I mean, I've never seen a recruit this big in my life. There've been some big recruits out there. There's some big guys, but I mean, considering this is the Manning football family, this is, you know, like the royalty of football in the South and a lot of parts of this country. And now the five-star top recruit from that family is making his decision. Pretty incredible. Now there was a few different schools that were in the mix. Some people were saying Georgia. Some people were saying Texas. And in the end of the day, it's Texas. Texas is back, folks. We've never said that before. Texas is back. They get Mr. Arch Manning to be their quarterback going forward. Georgia fans are not happy. But at the same time, Georgia's offense does not really highlight the quarterback the same way that Steve Sarkeesian's offense at Texas will for Arch. So it makes sense if you think about it. Because it didn't take incredible quarterback play for Georgia to win the national championship this last year. You know, so it, it's not that hard to believe that uh, if you're someone like Arch, you want to be in an offense that will feature you, and Steve Sarkeesian knows how to put together those offenses. He did so at Alabama. So I think that's a fair thing to say. Uh, I'll be interested to see how it goes going forward. It will be interesting because I believe during his tenure at Texas, they're going to go to the SEC, uh, unless he he might leave for the draft early or something like that, but I'm not sure if that will be the case. The point is, uh, it would be interesting to see Arch Manning in the SEC bringing Texas, if Texas is back, quote-unquote, with Arch Manning being that Heisman caliber quarterback they're looking for when they enter the SEC, could they make a leap like Texas A&M did when they entered the SEC with Johnny Football? It's a good question, folks. At least I do think it is. Uh, and I'll be interested to see look, go, how it goes looking forward. Although, to be fair, it's a couple years down the line. But who knows? Uh, before we get to what will be the last part of this podcast, a little rant for the good people out there. Uh, I, I just finished reading a book in harm's way. It's about the USS Indianapolis. And if you want to talk about the pampered lives we live right now, read this book. Because these guys, I mean, if you think your problems are really serious, look at what happened to these guys. They're on a ship, you know, in the Pacific. They get torpedoed by the Japanese, and then they sink. 12 minutes. It takes 12 minutes to sink. 12. 12. That's crazy. Think about that for a second. That's, I mean... Top well, Top Gun was what was it like two hours? Like that's that's like a twelfth of the time Top Gun took to be to be a movie. And next thing you know, they they they, they that's all. I mean, by the time that Tom Cruise is like in the atmosphere, taken off or whatever, or in, in that special space plane, uh, spoiler alert, they they're already sunk into the ocean. They had to abandon ship, and then they had to survive for multiple days. Only by the grace of God, they got rescued. They had shark attacks constantly. They terrible exposure, killing a lot of people. I mean, this is intense, crazy stuff. A horror movie, really. In fact, well, in fact, Steven Spielberg considered making this Jaws 2 because uh, 
Flint, like the um, uh, the, the the captain, uh, like from from Jaws, mentions this, says that he was a, a survivor of the Indianapolis in the first movie. Would have made a pretty good Jaws movie, but at the same time, also a little weird for you know the veterans and stuff like that. Point is, pretty crazy. Uh, it's pretty terrible what they tried to do to the captain, Mr. Charles Butler McVeigh the third, tried to screw him over. It took years for them to to like try to clear his name. Crazy stuff. Uh, I recommend it. It's a good book. Uh, I will be completely totally honest. Almost moved me tears a few times. Just the uh, the the power of the human will pushing forward. Pretty incredible stuff. And it puts a lot of tough things in our lives in perspective. At least you're not you know on the USS Indianapolis getting you know munched on by sharks. Just putting that out there. All right. This is what I wanted to get into. I wanted to get into this for a couple days. Oh, wait. Oh, before I get into this, uh, Kyrie Irving. Apparently, he probably wants out of Brooklyn, which, no surprise. I mean, that whole situation has been extremely volatile since he came there. Between him, Harden, and Durant. These are three you know, not-so-great personalities to put together on a team. I mean, it's bad when KD is the best personality of your trio of superstars. And I like KD. I think he's a really good player. Uh, and, but I'm just saying he's someone who's a little bit vindictive. He spends a lot of time, you know, getting very angry at people on Twitter, which, you know, fine. You know, I'm not criticizing him too much. I think he's a very good player. I think he's a good teammate. Uh, and he really showed that throughout everything that happened with Kyrie in this last year. But Kyrie... With all his baggage, probably wants out. And there's a couple different teams that have talked about getting him. One is the Knicks, which makes sense. They won him a few years ago. Is this the is this where they you know make that kind of leap uh, and get kind of a superstar like that? Maybe, but it's also a little bit you know I don't know. And then it's also the Lakers. They're also uh, rumored to be contenders. And what a say would be. Kyrie coming back together with LeBron. Crazy stuff. Just goes to show LeBron always needs Kyrie to save his ass, I guess. Guess that's that's what we got to learn from this. Uh, but seriously, I mean, it'd be interesting. It'd be drama. It would be, I mean, I, I don't know. I probably, I've seen crazier things happen when Dwight joined back up with the Lakers after everything that happened between those two. I thought that, that was crazy. That was ne- would never happen. It happened. So, if this is something that LeBron does and this can help him win a championship, which maybe it will be something that can help him win a championship, you know, I guess it makes sense to bring him back. But it would be an interesting dynamic to bring back, I'll tell you that much. It feels like there was a lot of burned bridges between those two, if you know what I mean. All right, now let's jump into what I've been dying to talk about. I wrote a, uh, a blog about this on the icecoldsports.com, icecoldsports.com, icecoldsports.com. That's icecold, S-P-O-R-T-S.com. Uh, Live Golf. So that's the new tour uh, of pro golfers. Showing out big money. They're doing all shotgun starts, all these wacky things going on. You know, they're the new kids on the block of golf. They're trying to be, you know, which is all fine and good. However... I think it's important to understand what's really going on here, uh, especially considering the golfers that have jumped over 
two there. Guys like Dustin Johnson, guy like uh, Phil Mickelson, who got $200 million. Uh, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau. I mean, these guys, you know, big, big names in American golf jumping over to this tour. Why would they do that? Massive cash, big money. Now, it'd be one thing if this was just a rival league and they were putting together some big-time investors, and that makes sense. That, that, that makes sense. That'd be fine, by me at least. However, this is blood money, folks, and there is no two ways around it. And usually this would be an over I do a lot of over-exaggerations, over a lot of jokes on this show, and I don't try to inject politics at all. But this is human rights shit. I mean, I think that's important to talk about. I mean, this is all funded by the Saudi government. By the money put together by the Saudi government is what's funding this league completely. It's not ticket sales. It's not sponsorships. It's not anything like that. It's Saudi money. And a fair argument can be made. Like, hey, it's just American dollars... Uh, from oil being pumped back in to uh, 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 American golfers. And it's not exactly blood money and how it's being made, which I, I there's a there, there's a point to be made there. However, it's not really about where the money, how the Saudis got the money. It's the fact that it's coming from the Saudi crown, not the Saudi people per se. I'm talking about the Saudi crown, the Saudi government. They have committed so many human rights violations that if you read through them, it makes you sick. I mean, between, you know, the anti-gay laws, I mean, they literally have death penalty laws on the books for gay people. You know, the, the, the insane oppression of women, oppression of women, uh, between the, the, tie, the possible ties to 9-11, which I would suggest you look into, Certain agents that were definitely funded by the Saudi government being part of 9/11. That's definitely. I mean, there was a Saudi. Uh, 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 there was a there was a 9/11 group of people who died 9/11 who has talked about this at length and thanked golfers that didn't jump over to Live Golf because they do hold the Saudi government responsible in a lot of ways for what happened with 9/11. And then on top of that, you know the you know people who disagree with the government get oppressed. Jamal Khashoggi, an American journalist for the Washington Post, who was from uh, Saudi Arabia, got murdered by agents of the Saudi government in the Saudi embassy in Turkey a few years back. You might remember it. He literally got dismembered. He got dismembered. These these guys are not... These guys commit human rights violations uh, by the boatload. And yet, this is money being funneled in in order to make themselves look better. There's no other way around it. They've done this before in other places, trying to clean their reputation using sports to sponge away the blood. Well, the blood's still there, folks, and I am so disappointed in golfers who took the money and ran here. And you could say, Tommy, if they offered you hundreds of millions of dollars, you would take the money too. I hope I wouldn't. Like, it did this is, people saying, oh, you're not better than these people. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to make a moral stand as in like, oh, these guys are just terrible. Like, you know, saying how much better I am than everyone else or better than these golfers. My point is that it just isn't right. It's just something that needs to be said. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. And if you want to point out the fact that the United States government does business with these guys, I get it. But there's a lot of other geopolitical things in play when it comes to that. 
All right, and then you want to talk about the other things that happened with, with, with the NBA and with Nike uh, doing business with you know China and all this other stuff. That ain't great either. But at the very least, that that's that's actually like business. Like there's selling things to those people, to to people over there, you know, and or or you know, there's there's products being made in conjunction. You know, there's business going on here. And be one thing maybe if this was like bringing golf to the Saudi people. You know, but it's not. It really isn't. It, all it is, in reality, is 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 trying to take the terrible thing the Saudi government does, and toss that money into a tumbler and making out clean because they're funding sports. It's disgusting. It's horrible, and it it. Eh, I won't be watching it. I hope you won't watch it. I will try not to hold too much against anyone when it comes to this. If these golfers come back to the PGA and, you know, forsake this tour, I will try not to hold this against them. But, jeez, it's just very disappointing and very sad. That's all I got to say. It sucks having to get political and get serious on this podcast, but this is one of those times where I feel like it's important. It's just important, okay? It's blood money. It ain't good. It's something I won't be contributing to. That's all I'll say. In any case, folks, thank you all for listening or watching on YouTube. Our podcast, subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcast. Uh, go to icecoolsports.com to check out uh, the blog I just talked about, to buy the Ice Cold Sports t-shirt, and uh, to check out, also uh, check out our socials at IceColdSPRTS on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, in any case, folks, also subscribe on YouTube and our podcast. Leave comments. Give us likes. Uh, 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 leave a comment in YouTube or on Apple Podcasts or like a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll, we'll, we'll we might read it on the pod. We might interact with you a bit, you know, all that kind of good stuff. I I, I would like to doing that. I want to do that. Just make it happen. I want to bring in some more stuff. I want to do this more often. I want to be there and be there with you guys. I love you guys. These are great. You're great viewers. You're great listeners. I love you all so very much. And that's all I gotta say. I'm Tommy Gann, and this has been Ice Cold Sports, 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 Sports. See you guys.